Hello, hello. Okay, so a few episodes ago, I told you guys about my decision to leave ClickFunnels and how I was taking a little bit of a hiatus while I figured out what to do next. So I'm going to give you now an update on everything that I learned while I've essentially been wiping my life and my schedule and my business clean and kind of starting over. So hopefully this is helpful for you if you even want to just tweak what you're doing day to day or if you want to simplify or if you want to just be more intentional about how you're going about your business and your life. Hopefully these revelations and kind of the process that I've been going through will be helpful for you. Welcome to Your Intentional Life, a podcast for service providers designing a business and life that they adore. I'm Brittany Bailey at Brittany Bailey on Instagram, and I believe that we are the architects of our reality. Intentionalists like us don't live on autopilot. If we're not happy, we change something. If it's broken, we fix it. Consider this your one-stop shop for systems, tools, and resources that support intentional living. Okay, let's get back to it. Please join me as you design your intentional life. Okay, so first things first, the rules. So when I left ClickFunnels, I felt like I had to have some sort of time frame for myself to kind of go through this process. I didn't want to rush it, but I also didn't want to like take off three months. So I said that at the beginning, by the beginning of January, I, I would start doing client work again, but no more than one reoccurring project and um, no more than one other project at a time just to start. So I didn't get you know, back into a cycle of just doing things. I also said that I wanted to open email copy school again before Funnel Hacking Live, which is in the end of January. So it was kind of the time frame I was working within. The first phase of this whole process would be just to do nothing until the beginning of January. I left ClickFunnels on December 13th. So um, the first phase was just to do nothing, basically enjoy vacation, hang out with the family, kind of just reflect on how far I'd come and kind of what I wanted to to produce in the new year. And then the second phase would be actually like rebuilding my life in an intentional way. So with that in mind, I kind of just set out into the abyss of nothingness and it felt so weird. You guys, I like, I had phantom like vibrations on my phone. Like I thought my Slack was going off. I I uninstalled Slack on my phone, but I still felt like it was going off. It was just the weirdest feeling. Um, And initially, I wanted to kind of like fill that time with something else. Like I thought about doing an improv class or like, you know, going to workshops or just like kind of keeping myself busy. But between all of the holiday traveling that we were doing and family stuff and just the season of the the year that I decided to do this, um, I decided to really just not to not do anything. But what I did do was start reading again. And um, I started with Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. She wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And it was the perfect choice for me because she talks all about creativity and the association, the fear that's associated with kind of like living out our art and putting out what we, what we have in our soul out into the world. And it was so interesting to me. And it reminded me the last, you know, year or so I'd been so busy that I really hadn't picked up a book. And part of that is time management, right? Because of course, you can always find time to do what's important to you. And obviously, I didn't prioritize reading. But I re- I remembered that it was so important for me to 
read as a writer because like seeing the way she's like formatting her sentences and the analogies that she's using, like kind of like reignited my love of writing. Um, And it kind of reminded me that it was so important for me to do that. And I had almost gotten like lost in the, um, not really like just the, the writing of, of what I was doing. Like it was so fast paced that I had kind of lost sight of the art of it. Like it was more of just like a get it out versus like a, what cool way could I say this? Like I had kind of like fallen out of that. And so to take a step back and have nothing else to do, but just listen to, I, I'm an audio learner. So I listened to my books. They had nothing else to do, but like listen to the way she was like formatting her sentences and just like fall back in love with writing. That was so, so interesting to me and so important for me. And it also reminded me that I have really good conversations and really good like interactions with people when I'm writing and when I'm engaged and or reading and when I'm engaged. Like I I had all these, you know, conversations about creativity and, and stuff with people in my mastermind and my mom and Tim. Like it was just so um it was so critical for me to like kind of get back into that. And so that's one of the things that I did. I also went to New York. Tim and I went to New York um for five days and that was amazing. It was honestly, I told him it was my favorite vacation I've ever taken. And that includes our cruise to Alaska, which was really hard to beat. But that entire trip, I just focused on being present. I tried not to think about the past or the future. I just totally unplugged and like experienced the city and its energy. Like it was just so, um, it was so important for me to do that, I think, and kind of like unplug, even though you're in New York City, so you think like unplug is like not even possible there. But it really was like we walked through Central Park and I just like looked at Central Park and like the all the different you know famous parts of it that you've seen in all these movies and like we went and had these tacos oh my gosh you guys these tacos were amazing and like I just sat in like this restaurant and ate this taco and just thought only about that like only about the restaurant only about the taco it was just like I tried to be extremely extremely present during that trip and it was so um it was really important for me. It was important. It was an important break for my brain, even though I had been on so many trips. I tallied it up. You guys, we took 10, I took 10 trips in, in 2019 that were like flying. Like that doesn't count long weekends that we went over to, um, down to Boca or went over to Tampa or up to St. Augustine or anything like that. 10, like got on a plane and flew to another state. And that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot for us, considering the the uh, year before it was like two. Um, so I had been traveling a lot, but all of those travels, it was like I was doing something. I was there for business, and I was thinking about you know the future of my business, or like you know I was thinking about stuff that was going on at ClickFunnels, and like I had all this other stuff in my head. But when we were in New York, it was like just this this like brief period of time where I could just like be, and that was so important for my psyche. Um, so when we got back from New York, we were home for 24 hours. Then we went to my parents in South Florida for three days, which was awesome. And then we came back home for 24 hours. And then we went out to Tampa to, uh, see Tim's parents and his grandparents for the day. And that was like our second Christmas. Um, and that was a lot. I'm, I had so much fun, but in such a short period of time to go from New York for five days to Boca for three days to Tampa it was just a lot as an introvert. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of just now, and then Tim's family was here yesterday. His grandparents 
live in Ohio. So they came back one more time. We realized that we had a day that they were going to be here still and that we were free. So they came back one more time. So I'm sitting now down just to like decompress from everything that happened in December, which was a lot. And one of the things that is coming to mind as I'm doing this is that I want to build, like as I'm entering kind of this phase two where I'm thinking about how I want to structure my business and my life going forward, one of the things I'm realizing is that what I want to build is very long-term. I don't want it to to live and die with the latest trend or the, you know, the latest social media network. I don't want it to be something that people like buy, you know, and then I never hear from them again. Or, you know, like I want it to be something that lasts through our lifetime and something that is um, substantial and, and is dependable as we're, as we're growing. Um, and that's been kind of the, a big realization for me. And not to say that like, as I was building this before, I thought it was going to be short term, but I never really planned on it being anything. Like I never planned on it being anything. It was like I was surviving, right? So I was building something to, to keep us going. I was building something to um, give us a down payment for a new house. And it was the, the goals that I had for myself were, were in the nearer future. And now as I've gotten the chance to take a step back, I've been like, okay, like this, this is a foundation that I'm building here. And it, I've looked, you know, further into the future, like five, 10 years versus like five, 10 months. And so that's been, that's been something that's been coming to mind as I'm kind of decompressing from this whole, um, this whole experience that I had in December, this whole time that I took off. Um, that's something that I've, that I've been experiencing it. So right now, as I'm recording this, it's the last week of December slash the first week of January. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve. So I'm still taking this week off for the most part, but I kind of wanted to get on and like process everything that um, I've learned up to this point. I am kind of working my way back into the working world and, and entering phase two. And one of the top things that I am doing as I'm looking at this phase is um, baking things into my schedule that previously I was just trying to find time for. So for instance, eating healthy and working out, like obviously I knew I should be doing those things and sometimes I was good about them and sometimes I wasn't, but as a general rule, they were afterthoughts, right? So between client calls and click funnels, being in a different time zone. So like their workday was like, it ended at 7 p.m. my time. So, you know, like cooking, I sometimes were eating at like eight o'clock at night and it was like whatever was in the cabinet, you know? Um, and so like, there was a lot that I felt like I was just kind of like, if I got a chance to get out to the gym, first of all, that was a miracle. Um, my watch was always going off while I was there. You know, it was just like, I didn't, I didn't prioritize those things and I didn't feel like I had the ability to. So right now what I'm doing is I'm kind of like looking at a completely clean schedule plate and then I am putting in time for, for cooking healthy meals and time for working out first rather than as an afterthought. Because first of all, health is wealth. I believe that. I've believed that for a long time and I've always felt like this is a place that I wanted to get to. And now that I have that opportunity, I'm, I'm like prioritizing that so, so heavily. So, um, I'm going to, you know, kind of build in time to manage join a gym. We're building in time to go to the gym together, which is kind of, um, not only like an accountability thing, but it's also like 
something that we can do together. And that's another thing that I want to prioritize going forward is spending time with him because it was a lot of this past year, it was a lot of like afterthought with him as well. Cause it was like, you know, I'm working, you know, maybe we can go grab dinner another night. Maybe we can, you know, go get a, go do a movie over the weekend. And then we'd both be tired. Like it was a lot of that. And so this is something that, that I'm very intentionally building into our schedule going forward. Um, and then another thing that I'm doing intentionally is adding a charity component to my business. And so I always had thought like, when I get to a certain point of wealth, when I get to a certain point um, of email copy school, when it's doing a certain number, then I'm going to, you know, donate to charity. That's going to be like something once I get to a certain point. But one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the last couple of years is that the way to receive is to give. So I started researching charities and I decided to give a portion of each email copy school sale to a charity right off the bat. So I'm not waiting until I hit a certain number. I'm not waiting until, you know, I'm I'm a certain level of success or anything like that. It's just going to come off immediately. And I kind of got that from, if you um, are a member of ClickFunnels, every funnel that you build, uh, a dollar goes to Village Impact. And that's something that Russell talked about doing early on in his business was baking charity into it. He didn't wait to a certain point. And that was so like hearing that was so um, helpful for me to kind of like understand that that is, it's important to me. And I never really thought about doing it in this way, which is interesting because it kind of seems like an obvious thing, but it was always like, oh, you know, later, later when I get wealthy, I'll just donate a big chunk or something like that. But um, doing it this way, uh, it just feels right. So I'm really excited about that. Um, And then finally, what I'm doing is figuring out my ideal work schedule. And this is going to vary one, because I hate routines. Um, but two, because Tim, he works a 24, 48 shift. And so he's on for 24 hours and then he's off for 48 hours. So kind of depending on, you know, he could be on Sunday and then off Monday, Tuesday. And if I have Monday as a recording day and he's home all day, that can be kind of tough. So it's going to, you know, it's going to vary a little bit, but, um, I'm kind of just trying to see like, ultimately what I want to do in my day-to-day life because I am I'm kind of trying to figure out my role in my companies because right now I've been doing everything right so I'm you know starting to hire some junior writers I'm starting to uh, I already have an admin precious she's amazing but I'm starting to um, kind of fill out like what I want my what I want my day-to-day life to look like and then hire what that isn't like what's not in that you know and um so right now kind of what I'm thinking is leaving a day open for new client calls um or client work and then a day open for audits I'm going to start offering um email audits so basically going through someone's sales funnel and looking at all their emails the open rates all of that and kind of making recommendations and doing a full audit of all the emails they have so doing that um, for one day and then probably two days for content creation. Some for me, some for clients, depending on how many writers, how many clients we ended up take, we end up taking on at Bailey and co. Um, and then probably a half day for admin work. I, when I was first running my business, I decided that I wanted to work four day work weeks and I ultimately want to get back to that point, but, um, I'm kind of just playing around right now with what feels good. So, um, as I tweak, you know, as I hire more people, as we kind of 
get in the groove of things, then that'll probably change a little bit. But it's been super helpful for me to do this, to sit down and to build out my ideal value ladders for each section of my business, right? Because I have the education side with email copy school, and then I have the creation side with Bailey and Co., which is the uh, email copy agency. So it's kind of been so beneficial for me to sit down and look at what role I want to play in each of those arms of the business to look at the um, the value ladder that we are are building out the ideal value ladder and to also look at the org chart and to see like what do I need to work towards hiring who do I need to work towards hiring who do I need to to backfill for my weaker spots or what do I want to live in like what zone of genius do I want to live in in these in these businesses and that's been super helpful because in the past it's been so day to day or so month to month that, um, you know, I was hiring, you know, contractors like, Hey, I need a logo done. One contractor did a logo and that was it, you know, and not that that's a bad thing, but as I'm going forward, I want to really be intentional about the people that I'm bringing into the business and understanding the needs that I'm going to have going forward, looking at the value ladders that I'm building out. So that's kind of it. That's, that's the brain dump of what's been going on the last three weeks. I think it's been since I talked to you guys. Um, hopefully that's helpful for you as you focus on having and building an intentional life and business in 2020. I know that's a huge, huge thing. I keep seeing it everywhere online. Um, 2020 people are focusing on intentionality. They're focusing on simplicity. They're focusing on refocusing on what they initially set out to build. And I know that that's a big wave of energy that's coming. Um, I see it everywhere. I feel it. And so hopefully this is helpful for you as you're kind of sitting down and looking at where you want to go, what you want to build um, and how you want to get there. So I would love to hear what you are restructuring in your life, what you're letting go of, what you're bringing in, in this new decade. So if you want, send me a message on Instagram at Brittany Bailey. I'd love to talk to you. That's all I have for you guys. I love you and I hope you have a happy new year. Thank you for listening to Your Intentional Life. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared your biggest takeaways wherever you hang out online. Just be sure to tag me so I see it. That helps me understand what you find the most helpful so I can keep making relevant episodes. If you've gotten any value out of Your Intentional Life, please take a minute to leave a review on iTunes so we can help spread the word with others who may enjoy it. Finally, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can get the latest episodes sent directly to you. To learn more about designing your intentional life or working with me, head over to BrittanyBailey.com.